This is the Revival Podcast. Hi there. Thank you for joining me. I want to share something. I know I've shared it before, but it's just like I'm getting new information like that I feel like God is really sharing with me, you know, and being, you know, God will talk to people about different things. He'll, you know, what may apply for you might not apply for somebody else because our all of our hearts are in an area of where God's trying to form them and he's going to lead us He's going to meet us where we're at and hopefully we'll let him love us and, and transform our hearts. And um, again, that all has to do with, you know, I feel like personal and public revelations, like personal revelations, like I just said, um, are meant for God to change people in a, in, in a way where he specifically tailors a message I think for each person because he knows us individually and he wants us to get to know him individually and um for all us people for all you people out there including myself is we just gotta love Jesus for who he is you know sometimes his teachings are hard and and we don't want to you know try to follow all of them you know we all have our hang-ups of where we think God's being unfair or um, or like, you know, he didn't really mean that. And, and it's just, as an influencer, as a person to go out and spread the gospel, you really got to be careful. Make sure you know what you're talking about. And if you don't know 100% what you're talking about, maybe you should steer away from that kind of conversation. And I'm very well talking about myself because there sometimes when I get in a debate with someone, and not really a debate, I could be talking to them about God, and, I, and I've said this before, I get like emotionally charged, and then it comes less about God and more about me being right. So it's like I don't, sometimes I don't even like, trying that and I know God's calling us to do it but we also have to have the right heart and and have knowledge behind what we're saying and as again um one thing that really scares me on just even having this little podcast my heart is in doing this podcast that I could lead people or a person, whoever is willing to listen, not by because of anything I said, but maybe by the grace of, of God to lead them to have that personal relationship with Jesus, to um, encourage them to get to know the man who gave everything so that we could live. You know, um, I was just watching this one um, thing, a video, and I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube lately, and and he, and the guy's like, oh God, I forgot where I was going with this. But it's it's things that we do to to worship God is like things He helps us to do. 
You know, it's weird. We can't even praise him without his help because we're so lost, but he loves us anyways. But getting back to the point of what I was saying, the one thing that scares me about being an influencer, even to just one person, I I love doing this podcast, you know, but at the same time, I don't want to mislead anybody. It's, you know, I want to share things that would, would, um, would lead people to God, you know, but I know also in my humanness, I fall, you know, and, and I know throughout my life, I I have led people to God, but then there's probably people that I accidentally misled. And and I, with all my heart, I don't want to mislead anybody. And that's why I just um, ask you as influencers, or if you share the gospel in any way, just stick to the stuff that you know. Stick to the basics, you know. Um, I was watching this video, and I was really interested in it. And this guy was street preaching, you know, he's preaching the gospel on the street, asking people to give Jesus a try and that. And um, he he is going good, going good. And then for whatever reason, and... Obviously, people that listen to my podcast know that I'm Catholic. And again, I'm not trying to convert anybody because I believe that as long as you believe in Jesus, as long as you're um, asking for his will, you're praying for his will, and you're loving him, and you're truly you know, working towards him, he'll lead you to where he, he, where he wants you. He's going to meet you where you're at. You know, he doesn't just uproot you and say, okay, this is gone, and this is gone. He might, but part of the experience of getting to know the Lord, he works with us where we're at, and he teaches us different things slowly, you know. Sometimes I wish he would rip some of the sin out of my life, but if he just did that, I don't think we would truly appreciate Jesus for who he is if he did that all the time, because we would eventually just take that for granted. But again, getting back to the guy preaching, um, he spoke about, you know, poorly about the Catholic Church, about how, like, uh, Jesus didn't come to, uh, you know, appoint people to be, you know, he said something about, I about, like, the Pope and stuff, obviously negative. Once I got to that, I'm just like, no, he lost me. You know, and and it's not that I'm saying, okay, everybody must believe in the Pope. But if you're going to speak against the Pope or, or another religion, whether you're Lutheran, Catholic, whatever, if you're going to speak about that religion, have the knowledge behind it. You know, I, I just think some people will, um, you know, I will will say something about a religion that they've been told and then they just believe it. They never do their own research. You got to do your own research. You got to pray about things and ask for God's wisdom. You know, and that's what scares me about misleading people. I don't want to mislead anybody. You know, again, I believe that God has a journey for everybody at all walks of life. And who am I to say, you know, um, rip on this or that, you know, 
And there's going to be times where I stand up for stuff that I believe, and hopefully the Holy Spirit will lead me in a way that I can speak the truth. Again, I don't want to mislead anybody. And I think sometimes the Bible is like a two-edged sword, you know, because it is, the Bible is all true. But when you go to, and again, I, I don't want to turn anybody off because my best friend is not a Catholic. My best friend allowed me to grow in my Catholic faith. And we love each other. And, you know, he accepts me for who I am. I accept him for who he is. You know, it doesn't matter to me that he's Protestant or whatever. I, I don't care. But we talk to each other. We sharpen each other. We, we have that, um, the agreeance that Jesus is our Lord and King. Jesus died for, um, died for our sins, but we, we both have different walks in how we of life of how we got to that. And of course, you know, this is one thing I like, okay, Jesus didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. You know, so when um you know, because people could, you know, like the Pharisees and Sadducees they knew the law up and down, but when they, just because you know the law and you know about Jesus and you know about his life, doesn't mean you have the right heart. He wants us to have that right heart of, of love. You know, you can read about Christianity and, and you know, I, I had this debate with my friend and I failed, you know, I failed to make any points because again, when I get debating, I I get like really hypersensitive, you know, and then all of a sudden, instead of it being because of love for Jesus, all of a sudden it creeps in that I want to be right and they're not listening, listen to me, see my point. And at that point, it's like, if it's about my point, it's not about Jesus's point. So I'm losing the, the debate, you know, and it, and, and it just... But I believe in my heart with faith and works is if you truly love God, those come together. Because like if you're married and, and you know how like, you know, in the Bible it says, um, wives submitted to your husband's. You know, but it also says husbands love your wives, right? So if a husband is truly loving his wife, right, um, he's gonna lay down his wants and his needs for the betterment of her, and he he's gonna want to seek what's best for her and his family. You know, his kids. He's not, he thinks of them and that's why, how he leads his family. He protects his family because they're who he loves. And if he truly loves them, he's going to do what he thinks that's in the best interest of them and not just for selfish reasons. And if a wife feels that, you know, if, if a husband truly loves his wife, he will make sacrifices that don't always benefit him. 
but he does it because he wants, he loves his wife and, and wants the best for her. And if his wife truly loves him, it's no longer obeying your husband because if you know he loves you, just like in any relationship, if you know somebody loves you, you're, you're, you know, the wife is going to submit because she knows that you have her best interest in, at heart. And that's why it says submit to your, um, submit to your husbands or obey your husbands or however it says it. But there's two parts, you know, husbands love your wives and in, in loving your wife, she will submit to you because she knows that you're showing her love and her love is um, submitting to you because that is her, her loving you because she knows that my husband is doing this because for my betterment to help me and help me get closer to God. Well, that's how it should happen anyways. And why I said this, this is what Jesus did in, in I think, works, um, faith and works. If we have that personal relationship with Jesus, we love him, we trust him, and we're going to want to please him because of what he did. So if, we want, if we're going to please him because we loved him, then all of a sudden us doing stuff that he tells us to do, we now understand he tells us to do these things because he loves us. And if we know Jesus, we're going to do works because of out of love and respect for what he's doing for us. So faith and works go hand in hand. And it's so stupid we have this argument between Catholics and Protestants. Well, what is it, faith or is it works? Out of love for Jesus, works just comes naturally because we're trying to please him because we're grateful for what he did for us. And we fail at this all the time. I fail at that. But anyhow, again, getting back to like, you know, the church, when Jesus came, he left us the Bible so that the Bible could could um, could lead us. But, you know, back in the days, not everybody could read. So therefore, you know, the people that could read were teaching the people that couldn't read, you know. And of course, times have changed, but I don't care what denomination background we are. We came from one we came from Jesus, you know, and I ask you, if you believe Jesus can do anything, which I hope everybody thinks and knows that God can, Jesus is God, and God can do anything. Even if you don't agree with someone, doesn't mean that it isn't possible. I mean, I, th I, I really... I really do believe, like, if you were to, you know, one thing that I truly believe in is, like, the Eucharist, you know, um, communion. And this is a big tipping point because a lot of Catholics, for whatever reason, we don't believe, not everybody, because I believe with all my heart that is Jesus. 
all right? But it, there's a, a, a statistic out there, and I can't, I don't know exactly where it is, and I heard somebody say this, and I don't want to mislead people. Again, maybe I should shut up about this, but I, I just feel strongly about this, is that most Catholics, I should say, there's a good amount of Catholic, not most. There's a good amount of Catholics that don't believe that it is his body and blood. And that people will come at you, well, where does it say in the Bible? You know, people believe in communion, but they don't believe, um, like, outside the Catholic Church, they don't believe that that is the body of Christ. And and no, and because I'm not a, a Bible scholar, you know, I, I mostly live, listen to it, and by God's mercy... He teaches me through, uh, you know, listening to a, a Bible in a year podcast. I've learned so much in, with that in the last two years. And I'm going through my second year and I'm, I'm learning a lot. But anyhow, um, getting back to what I was saying is um, even if we don't, even if you don't believe as a, you know, a lot of people don't believe that it's possible that that Jesus is the Eucharist, you have to say, okay, maybe I don't believe it, but because of God, all things are possible. So leave that opportunity open. And if you don't believe it, say, you know, pray to God. Is this real? Before you speak on it, before you sit there and tell everybody it's so wrong, pray to God for wisdom that you will, is this true or not, you know? And that goes with any subject. I'm just using Eucharist because a lot of people will say to me, you know, and, and, I, and again, I'm not a Bible, Bible scholar. I couldn't sit there and point out where this and that. But anyways, um, it does say in the Bible, um, it, it does say, Jesus in chapter 6 of John says, it says he calls himself the bread of life. He says you got to eat my body and, and drink my blood. He says that in John chapter 6. And then when uh, you you move on to the Last Supper, you know, he says, this is my body, this is my blood. And the best way I can describe what he's doing, he's doing that, that in eternity. He's showing the the apostles his apostles when when you take this bread and wafer and, and you do what i'm doing and 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 do it i'm telling you to do now i will be with you as much now as i was back then with the actual apostles and that does take faith to believe you know they that's like you know, in the Mass it says, the mystery of our faith. You know, we can't fathom a lot of times that, you know, wow. You know, we can't totally understand God. We'll never totally understand God, but we have faith. And like I said, I had faith that that, that is Jesus. I have faith that that's Jesus, and he's, and he's there. And, and for those who don't believe that, I, I again, I encourage you, don't speak about it unless you do research on it yourself. There's been lots of times where I've spoke about something that I had no understanding about, you know, as far as 
you know, I'm not talking about Eucharist in in perspective right now, but like I've spoke on things that I've heard that someone else said and I didn't do my own research. And that's when stuff becomes damaging. You really got to do your own research. And a lot of times people will badmouth the Catholic Church and it's because they left the Catholic Church because they didn't feed me. But you know what? A lot of times when people leave the Catholic Church and, and, and join a Christian church, it's because they didn't put forth any effort into looking for God. They weren't looking for God at that time. So, of course, when you get into an area of finally searching for God, and it's not in the Catholic Church, you're going to be like, well, the Catholic Church doesn't have it. Well, it's because you weren't looking. You were not looking. Again, I'm not trying to transform people, but I'm just encouraging people to do their own research. Because if you want truth, God is truth. Knock and the door will be asking you will receive. Knock and the door will be open. But don't speak on something that you didn't ask about or you know, you didn't you know, you didn't ask about it. You're just assuming because that can be damaging. You know, I again, I don't believe that just one denomination can go to heaven because God's really showing me a lot about his mercy. You know, um it's just he is so merciful and he loves us. Again, I don't want to mislead anybody in any way, you know, I, but it's like, I just want to point this out. And this is something that will turn people off, um, is if you believe in Bible alone, you got to be very careful because there are so many people that, that I would be like, yep. I'm with you 100%. And then there's some people that believe in Bible alone that will twist it to anything that they want it to mean. That is why I feel like you do need a, a teaching authority because if you do Bible alone, it says in the Bible, lean not on your own understanding because, okay, if, if I read a scripture and you read a scripture per se, and I say it means this, and you say it means that. Well, who's right? If the Bible is your only authority, who can you go to, to to ask who's right? There's no one that can, because if the Bible is your only authority, then you're right. And you can twist it into whatever kind of pretzel you want it to say. And that's why I feel like sometimes the Bible is like almost a two-edged sword. It's great information. It's, um, it's, it's the word of God. It's the truth. But if you don't have people that know, that know more than, if you don't have that, that authority to, to submit to, then the Bible can, you can make it mean anything you want, you know, and that's, and that's sad, you know, because you say, well, that's not possible. Um, 
then if that's not possible, why is there so many different churches? It's because the Bible can mean anything to anyone at any certain time. You know, I mean, I, I knew of a lot of friends that, oh, I'm not getting fed here. I'll go to a different church. You know, the difference between a Catholic church on Sunday and a Christian church on Sunday is maybe the homily is different in the Catholic church, but the, the message that week is all the same. It's just how the priest will reflect on it will be maybe a little different. But you could go to any Catholic church and get the same message that week. But you go to a Christian church and the message is all different. And, and please don't take offense to this. I, I, I'm I just saying that because um, Bible alone is something that man did. You know, because when, when Jesus founded the church, it was when... Jesus died, when Jesus came and died, okay, that's when us as Gentiles were allowed to come in. He died for our sins, and that's when he brought the rest of us in, you know. So, like, when, after that, you know, it was, I don't know how many years. I'm not a scholar. But up until the point of, you know, the Reformation, I mean, there was corruption in a church. But you think about it. Why was there corruption in a church? Not because God was wrong, but because man was rotten in it. And we all know all men have fallen short of the glory of God. There are evil people. And, and because we had free will, evil people did wrong things. But that doesn't mean the teachings of the church were wrong. It just means that sin was present when this happened. And then people that had well-meaning ideas tried to change the church, but I believe in the wrong way, you know. And all of a sudden, because of that reformation, because we said, okay, we don't, we think you did it wrong because of all this corruption. Where is there a church that doesn't have corruption? I mean, that's where faith comes in. We have faith that, okay, if we lean into Jesus, he will lead us to where he wants us to be at. And again, I guess I brought all this up because it's just like you really need to have knowledge. And then when you don't know, admit you say, you know what, I don't know that. Because there's some things that we'll talk about. I've done it. Everybody's done it. And we think we know what we're talking about, but we don't. And again, that's just like what, like. That's why when you're preaching the gospel, I, I just pray that you stick in the bounds that you know and the bounds that you don't know, you pray about and ask for the wisdom. Because honestly, there shouldn't be 50,000 different churches. There should only be one, the church under Jesus Christ. But because we're humans, because we destroy things all the time, there's... There's all these different kinds of segments of, of Christianity. But the good news is, that's why Jesus came. He came to, to, to tear through that, to, to tear through that, whatever it is we're going through. And, he, and if you truly are looking for him, he truly will lead you to him. And again, 
I'm not saying you have to be a part of of a, a certain denomination because at the end of the day, it's God's a judge. I'm not the judge. I just know where I'm supposed to be. I've known where Jesus led me, and I and I'm and I share that. And again, um, we all have different journeys, and I just like again encourage people. You know, I believe that that Jesus can do anything. And there's things that I I wonder about, you know. But if it's, again, if there's something that you you believe that's wrong, you pray about it and do your own research. Don't just blurt out something that you heard because you don't know for sure. You know, and I and I I need to take that vi- advice myself. But again, I I just. As a community, I hope that we can love each other. Maybe not agree on everything, but we can love each other and agree on the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord. And if we believe in him, the son of God, the one Jesus and the others, the one that died on the cross, we could go to heaven and we just need to keep praying for each other. We're not supposed to convert each other. That's up to God. We're supposed to pray for each other. Love the God, love your God with all your heart and all your mind and and love your neighbor as yourself. And that doesn't mean converting them. That means loving them. And if you can live to the way that, that Jesus taught and, and you're doing it, that's what we're called to do, to share that love and to strengthen each other. Not try to prove who's who's right and who's wrong because that's when we lose what God truly want, how God wants to truly spread the gospel. Anyhow, I'm I'm going on and on. I'm sorry, but I just felt like that's important just to know to to actually do research into something that you're talking against before you say something about it. Because I feel like sometimes I've done this too, but it's like hard because being. You know, if I go into another church, there's someone that always says something bad about Catholics. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. That's not how I believe. That's not how I was brought up. That's not how it is. You know, and you're telling me how my, how, what I believe and how I believe it. And, and again, it's just, I think if you ask God about it, you pray about it, you do your own research he will show you the error in your way or he'll will give you more strength and wisdom to defend whatever how whatever the argument is so anyways again we just need to love each other so we might not agree with each other all the time but we need to pray for each other we get just got to know that you know god wants to love you as much as he loves me and he has just as much mercy for all of us he loves us the same but different. He uses the Bible in a way, you know, when we read it, that, that can touch our heart. But we do need guidance when we're reading the Bible. Because if we didn't, why would we have priests or pastors? You know, you, you somewhere down the line, you have to submit to his authority. So anyways, let's just pray together as a family. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus, thank you for loving us, Father God. Please help us to know the true Jesus. Even when we don't agree, Lord, uh, that who you are sometimes, that the teachings are hard, Lord, sometimes that we can obey them when we know who the true Jesus is and we know that you, you do it because you love us and you have the best intentions for us, Lord. And I, I, I just pray, Father God, that we as Christians, we won't mislead people, but we will draw people and, and, and live a life that would inspire people to get to know you, Jesus. And, and I pray that, Lord, that you give us each and every one of us wisdom when we talk out and try to spread the gospel, Lord. And I just ask that on things that we don't know about, we will come to you before we try to um, have that debate with someone so that we don't mislead people, Lord. Because you're the way, the true and the truth and the life, Lord. And we just, we want to be with you in heaven and we want others to come with us, Lord. And I just ask for forgiveness for myself and, and a lot of those people who are out there, Lord. We ask for forgiveness for misleading people. We just ask, Lord, that you would somehow protect hearts and minds so that we can only have eyes to to, to lead people to you and forgive us the times that we don't, Father God. I just thank you for my listeners, Lord, whether it be one or 50, Lord. I just pray that you continue to bless them. And again, Lord, anything that I said, if it's of you, please help them to remember it, Lord. And if it's not, please help them to forget forget it, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for just loving each and every one of us every day, Lord. And you would have died just if there was one person to believe in you, Lord. But thank you, Jesus, that you did it because we all need you. We all need you, Lord. And thank you for your love and mercy and and please help us to just cry out to you every day, Lord, even when we make mistakes. We just ask this in the sorry, in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. All right, y'all. Um, I'm just I'm glad you joined me. And again, we need each other. There is one church under Jesus. When we go to heaven, there isn't going to be Protestants and Catholics and. And there isn't going to be all these different segments of Christianity. There's just going to be one Jesus and we're going to be loving him together. I wish we could do that here on earth, but because we have that human nature and we have that tend to sin, we just need to realize that each and every one of us deserves God's love and mercy. Or How can I say that? Like... We only deserve it because Jesus gave it to us and it was a gift that he gave to us. Otherwise, we wouldn't deserve it. But I mean, in human form, like God, I know he loves me and he has so much mercy for me, but he has that same love and mercy for you and everybody else who will believe believe in him. So anyways, again, I don't mean to ramble. Thank you again for listening to The Revival Podcast. God bless.